Welcome to the podcast Schlagervännerna. Today we will begin with the year 1978, the year that everyone thought that the duo from Spain, Baccara, would win the competition for Luxembourg. Since their hit, Jesserac and Boogie, the year before were the best-selling single of all time from a female group. But Baccarat only finished 7th in Eurovision 1978 and the limelight instead found a guy with a very big hairdo from Israel. Bruchim habaim leshlagevennena veshalom itzar Cohen. Shalom, shalom, Emil, and shalom, everybody. How are you? I'm fine. We're having a big corona party all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> the Eurovision makes all the Europeans together, which yeah. is the most beautiful thing about uh, uh, Eurovision. And now corona makes the whole world together. Corona tells us that we are all same body, same soul, the same spirit and same people with weakness and strength. Exactly. 1978, yes. you won the Israeli preselection, but there was a tie between Abani B and Bele Vechad, who Hedva Mrani sang. How come you won? They gave us points and, uh, and we were like uh, together in the same points, but then because we were equal, they counted all the votes again, and I was much ahead from uh, Belevachad. And Belevachad is a lovely song, I think, it's too. A so, song. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. And for those who haven't heard it, we play it here now. professional artists and writers took part in the competition in their own local countries. It was very, very difficult to represent your country. And this was the first festival that was held in Israel for Eurovision, because before they were uh, internal selection. Exactly. I see that you know the whole history. Oh my God, <laughs> you are a master. 
it was a big competition. It was the most honorable stage to stay on in this uh, festival. And in 1978, uh, it's the first time that uh, in Israel decided that the first prize of the festival will represent Israel in the Eurovision. And the, the real competition was that we won Eurovision for the first time because they, in the whole history of Eurovision, uh, countries that uh, sang in English, in, uh, in uh, Spanish, in French, used to, to win. And uh, for a little country like Israel, with such a, a strange and bizarre language to win, it was like a really turning point. And my idea was to, to come with a, a new look, like a new energy from Israel. Because before Rabani B, when you said Israel, I'm talking about our artist, artistic part, they, uh, everybody used to sing Haba, Nagila, Haba, you know, like Jewish music. We didn't show our young spirit and new spirit of Israel. And Abani B made like a turning point with so many other things than, than Eurovision, you know? It's changing the whole state of mind of us and the view of the European. Since then, we changed so much. What do you remember from Paris? In my time, to represent Israel, it was like, or every country, you become like the prince of the, the nation. You know, I remember when, when we used to see the Eurovision and the flag of Israel was on the screen. We were crying, you know, it was a big pride. And when I went, I felt that I'm going to win. I don't know, it was something inside me. Maybe this feeling gave me the, the winning uh, moment. Nobody believed that uh, Israel will win in that time, but I came with a lot of uh, belief and, and force to win. And that's the way I went to the stage. And it was totally changed from that moment uh, for my life and uh, with the good things and the bad things. And since then, I'm in Israel like the symbol of a happy moment in the history of Israel. And like I'm the, the crown of, uh, of the Eurovision. And uh, not long time ago, we, we were in Amsterdam and we made uh, such a beautiful uh, performance. Uh, it was like the opening pre-Eurovision for the Dutch television. And we were like 32 uh, Eurovision, the most important Eurovision winners. And three weeks ago, I was... 69 years old and uh, all my generation came we are not young people and they thought that maybe i'll come with a stick to sing and i <laughs> came there <laughs> and i danced and i sang and uh, it was unbelievable the love that i had from the a young generation you know how many years passed like 42 years Maybe you don't know, but I paid the price after the Eurovision. I had a nervous breakdown for many years. I didn't fly. And uh, four months ago, I had the guts to fly again. I took my daughter with me, which, which was a dream of hers to be with me abroad. And uh, we went to Madrid. I was invited by the, the Spanish uh, Eurovision uh, fan club. Oh, I was in a shock. How come... Like maybe 10 generations since I, I, I was winning, uh, people were uh, welcomed me in such 
וואו, ביג האג, ואני הייתי כל כך ישראל וואן עוד פעם אחרונה עם האנתם, הללויה. אגזקטלי. אפילו הטלוויזיה השתנתה כל כך בגלל שלהם, בגלל שהם צריכים להשתמש בפרוגרמה עם קולרס, והישראלי הטלוויזיה הייתה כמו בהרבה מקומות, בבלק ובבלק. And this changed in, in that year because of the Eurovision. And the Eurovision from Jerusalem was a beautiful Eurovision, and we won again. It became like uh, winning a country of Eurovisions. You were back in the national final in 1982. <laughs> Was this your first attempt after the victory? I was in a very, very bad shape, and uh, I decided that I'd try to get to the stage again. And it was like a healing process for me, and it was for me like a test. to get over my anxieties and uh, my uh, miserable situation at that time. It was part of healing and it was very important for me. It wasn't for winning because I came with a beautiful song that became a hit here, but not Eurovision representative. I wasn't ready yet to get back to a big uh, production like Eurovision. In 1985, you were back at Kedam, and this time you won again. Yes, I won, I won a big winning here, and the people were so much with me because they knew that I had a breakdown, and uh, they gave me the second chance. And then we went to Sweden. I got the, the fifth place uh, with a lot of honor. You know, everybody thought that I'm going to win again because... Uh, We, we felt the energy uh, during the week before the competition. And uh, this is sometimes not good feelings because there were too many expectations. But this song, Ole Ole, became uh, a legend too. And everywhere, uh, the Eurovision fans uh, know the song and they love it. And in Israel, it's still one of the... legendary songs You never know what will happen to a song. It's like a child that uh, uh, you grow and you don't know what will develop from him. Uh, yeah. The competition was held in my hometown of Gothenburg in Sweden. What do you remember yes. from the host city? For me, it was like winning to, to get back to, uh, to the Eurovision because I said to myself, I felt that I have to come to the same place where I had the big hole that I fell into with my nervous breakdown. and to pass it. And that's what I, what I did. And in Gettenburg, we had a beautiful, beautiful hosting. The people of the city were, were so for me, you know? 
I remember when I didn't win that year, that people come uh, to, the, to the hotels with signs. For us, Ole Ole is the winner. It was crazy. And I remember that uh, I enjoyed every moment in that uh, Eurovision. You know, we were young and beautiful and a, a lot of energy. And it was like a new generation in 85. And uh, I had uh, like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm 69 years old, but every time I come to, to the stage with young dancers and young singers, and I have to, to be with them in the same spirit, you know, that's what makes me young. This performance, Ole Ole, yeah. is very memorable because, not only because of the, it's, it's a good song, but it's memorable also because one of your female backup singers and dancers didn't sing perfectly in tune. Yeah, there was there was a big big thing about it. It was your fault, the Swedish uh, uh, production. I had dancers. They were not real singers, and they 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 had to dance with me. And when when I I sang Ole Ole, they had to just take your hands up and sing Ole Ole. That's all from far away. Suddenly. They opened the, the microphone of only one of the dancers, so strong in the volume that I've been, you know, which it was so strange. And they didn't put her microphone right. And when she get her hands up, the, the microphone uh, fell and uh, there was a jumping also. So something happened to her in this mo in that moment she screamed you know out of tune it was very strange many many people thought that they they made it on purpose on us that we won't win and then everybody t told me even swedish reporters let's make press party to complain about the, the things that happened to us I said, no, 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 no way. That's what happened. We are okay. And I went home. Norway won with the song La De Svinge. Was this the right winner, in your opinion? We were all surprised from the winning. I remember all the delegation went to hear the, the song when they won it, because we didn't remember it. And it was a big surprise. And... You know, winning is a winning. That's it. It was like surprise, but it happens in competition, and it's okay. That's the way it should be. did two more attempts in the Israeli national preselection called Kedam in 87 and yes, 96. Yes, yes. Tell me about I, your song from 87. It was like, I, I wanted my sister, she's a wonderful singer and she's beautiful, beautiful woman. And I tried to help her and uh, I wrote a beautiful song and I, I sang with her. <laughs> 
I sang with another singer. I wrote another beautiful song. And they, they asked me to join him, that it would be, you know, like, good idea. So I said, why not? And I did it. We didn't win it. But uh, it was like nice, nice experience. The song from um, 96, Alpaim. Yeah. It's a song that uh, says that very soon we are getting to the year 2000. And uh, what, what should happen? <laughs> with the, a very uh, good singer that I wrote the, the song for him. And in the last moment, they convinced me to join him. But, you know, I didn't have the, the same spirit of winning and uh, represent Israel, like, because I made it. And uh, it was like to give uh, the song a strength. And the guy you're talking about is Alon Yan. Yeah, he's a great singer. Have you been asked to compete with more songs in Israel? All the time, till now. And I think they are all want to, to have that rare moment of the first winning. The happiness that made all Israel together in that time. But, you know, when you make something for the first time, it stays forever first time. You cannot make it again. And that's it. But um, have you been asked uh, from a composer uh, any songs that have competed in Kedam, for example, that they have asked you, can you please sing this song? Of course, many times, but not in the last few years. Itzar, which Israel song from Kedam history would you like to highlight? Mm. There is one song that I really loved and I was so sorry that I didn't uh, win here. and uh, uh, didn't uh, represent Israel, uh, it calls Zodiac. Ah, Yaron Adad. Yeah.
computer in that time, this song should uh, represent Israel. I love this song. I love everything, but in that time. Sometimes not the best song winning wins, you know what I mean? I love the period of time of Eurovision of the 70s. Like in Britain, they called it the golden age of Eurovision. Uh, Anne-Marie David and Abba and, uh, and uh, a Brotherhood of Man. And uh, it was like the, the highlight time of Eurovision in that, the history of Eurovision. One of Israel's most well-known performers is the late Ofra Hasa. Would you like to share some of your memories about her? Ofra was like an angel. She was like my uh, little sister. She was unbelievable singer. She, was, she had such a rare voice and spirit. And I'm so sorry that she died like this because she died from the panic and not from the illness, you know? And because she could live now and she could uh, have family and uh, she could be healthy, beautiful woman and, uh, and the artist. We have like such sadness when we say uh, of Hazza. She was so loved. <laughs> You know, in my age, I uh, I miss so many people that just going, uh, just dying, and uh, it's very sad to uh, say goodbye to so many people that I worked all my life with. And uh, but this is nature, and uh, lucky me that I'm still alive. And one last thing, I feel very bad that they cancelled the Eurovision this year because. First of all, I feel so bad for the artists that uh, fight, fought so, so hard to get to, to represent their own countries. And I don't understand why they, they couldn't do it in the original way, you know? Each group or singer could sing uh, their the song from their own country. And uh, the voting, it's from the internet, you know? So... It could be very original and of unforgettable Eurovision, and it would uh, unite everybody in these hard times, you know? Yeah. And I think it's a big, big uh, pity. You know, just because of these times, they had to do it. Because of the, the rare time that we are passing through, they had to make the Eurovision through the media, with the audience around the, around the countries, you know? And it's a big missing. I heard that uh, in Sweden you are going to vote for the songs. Yes. Which is a beautiful idea, I think. If you could vote in this year, 
who would you give douze poids to? First of all, I love the Israeli song. Very, very good song in the, in the whole production. The singer, she's fantastic. The song is good. The, it's a very, very strong and good song. And it's the first one in Amharic. Yeah, in Amharic. And it represents uh, the nation of Israel, which, which, which uh, people came to Israel from all over the world. It's a mix of, of cultures. And uh, we are building a new culture in Israel through a, a culture fight, you know, which is so beautiful. Each, each uh, community that came to Israel gave give something from their own uh, ethnic uh, art. And that's the beauty of Israel. And uh, because of that, Israel is so energetic. You've been here, you know that. Yeah, and that's why it's so attractive, because the fusion exactly. of Europe, Africa and Asia. Exactly. Everything together here. It's a whole mix. And uh, I tell you the truth, I didn't hear the whole song, so I can't tell you my uh, favorite one. I, I will listen to it. And then you can ask me again, I'll tell you. Am Israel Chai. Am Israel Chai forever. Say hello to everybody in Sweden. Say hello to everybody and uh, come to visit. The, the weather is fantastic after the corona. And uh, see you soon. We do. Thank you very, 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 very much. Next time you are in Israel, you come to me to visit me, okay? I promise. Okay, okay dear. <laughs> okay, bye bye. Love is kind. Love is all around. It's a lovely sound. Lost and found. Love is free. Love's been good to me. I'm in love with a fire. Cause the language of love is alive.